It's Rossi on Wrestling, the greatest podcast you're listening to currently. I am your host at Jason D. Rossi, and with me, as always, is my tag team partner in the podcast sphere. You can find him at BillyD2411. It is Billy D. What's going on? What's up, everybody? You're supposed to talk to the audience like they're one person. What is up, people? Maybe there's multiple people listening at once. No. Do you think anybody listens in a group setting? <laughs> no, to any podcast. Uh, it's gonna be some. Maybe like with your wife in the car or something. But like that counts. Yeah. I don't know. I think podcast is a solo adventure. Yeah. I like, listen a lot while I'm like doing stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's what I try to tell people all the time that this is, you know, for my work purposes, when you have a good podcast and you, you have people listening that they're doing this to distract them from what they don't like. So you have a captive audience. So right now, hello, captive audience. Yeah, hello, captive. Uh, all right. So this one, we're just basically going to be talking about moments from the 2010s, the decade that was. Uh it's just going to be a rifle off a couple of moments. You know, maybe there's some you guys that you will hear and you'll be like, oh, what about this one? Tweet at us, at Jason D. Rossi, at Billy D. 2411. Maybe some of the decade. This is in the countdown. These are just moments that happen. And Jason Rossi left Mr. Perfect off of the yes. Best Intercontinental Champions creating the podcaster test. There it is. That's, That's a moment the, for the decade. <laughs> that definitely is. Maybe, the, maybe number one. All right, so I'll just kick off. I have a bunch on here. Um, I was going to jump around, but I'll forget some. So I'm just going to start with NXT becoming a brand. Not because it was a reality show early in the decade, then becomes its own separated brand, and maybe. well, yeah, I mean, it started off as pretty much the developmental was what Ohio Valley. Yep, they had OVW, then FCW, the, the Florida Championship, yep. whatever the hell and that was. And then they turned that into NXT. I mean, when I I got the network and I didn't know what it was going to be, I just knew you would get all the pay per views, and I was yep. like, oh, that's cool. That's 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 a hell of a buy for me as it is. And you yep. get the, the backlog of all the the other pay per views. You know, two great selling points, and I was like, oh, I'll check out NXT. I had no idea what it was. And then the kickoff match of the night, I think we've mentioned this before on the podcast, blew me out of the fucking water. I was yep. like, ah, Cesaro, eh, whatever. Yeah, I'm not a big guy? fan of him. Yeah. And then Sami Zayn, my introduction to Sami Zayn, and it was, it really was one of the best moments of the decade. Absolutely. I'm just actually going to tie it in because you just mentioned it, was WWE Network. Like, let's be real. Think about this. At any moment, any time, right now while we're talking, we could pop on a match from ECW, WCW, WWE, and they have so much this old, old, you know, uh, you know, Southern wrestling, all the independent, like all the, uh, sorry, territories, they're all on there. And you can watch it any time you want. Oh, John Cena versus Triple H at WrestleMania 22. Let me check that out. Boom, you got it. And it's not even a landmark moment for wrestling. It's a landmark moment in app history. It, this was one of the first things the, to launch as, yeah, as a solo network. It was. As a own brand like we are the WWE Network. This is our brand. This is where you can find us. Yes. It wasn't some herky-jerky like, oh, Kabubble, who now you can stream Seinfeld or something. This was an own company. This is what the NFL will be doing. This is what MLB will be doing. Like, you've seen, obviously, like, MLB, like, Network. Now there's apps for that. But this is, like, go there. You can't watch it on TV. Like, pay-per-view is a thing of the past. You're going to come to our network and our application to watch. It is land revolutionary revolutionary groundbreaking all that stuff and i remember watching the press conference it actually was the beginning of 2013 and it became or 2014 and just awesome so it does tie into nxt becoming a brand because for a long time nxt was just on the wwe network and it was one hour long it was perfect it was perfect it was their best thing that they created probably in the decade because it's where like and i'll say this about the wwe network and nxt nxt does storylines right WWE as a whole does storylines wrong, but the WWE Network is a shining example of how good the WWE is in every other area of advancement. Yes, I they agree are with you. ahead of the curve on social media, on TV production, on you know app development, and like mm-hmm. those creative strategies. They're terrible with their storylines. Uh, next one, <laughs> uh, Shane McMahon returns. Now, at the time, 
Nobody heard about that. There was no rumors. There was nothing. It was maybe one of the biggest shocks in wrestling history when he and came back. The, yeah, the right after. The dance. I think it was Fastlane 20, whatever year it was. And he comes back. And the only thing that sucks about his return is that he teased this lockbox. He had, he was telling, like, Dad, I have this lockbox. And you're like, oh, what's in there? And we never heard Nothing. about it again. But he ended up fighting The Undertaker for rights to take over. And he was jacked Rock. up. He lost the match to Undertaker. But then, no, guess what? The next night, Vince goes, yeah, take it over. A few months later, hey, take SmackDown. Didn't and he also sense. did the giant cage dive, which was pretty cool. It was cool. And being it live, it was really I had a really good view. But yeah, Shane McMahon returning, one of the biggest returns in wrestling for the fact that just nobody you always nobody hear little things yeah. like, oh, maybe the, like the Brock Lesnar returning, everybody kinda heard about it. If you watch the segment, everyone's cheering Lesnar or we want Lesnar. So Very few surprises left in wrestling. There is. And then it was him in the big show. Uh but Wait, that was this yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh next one I'll put on there, Becky Lynch bloody face. That is an iconic. That's an iconic now. moment of the decade for sure. Yeah, um, really made her. I mean, it she did. was already ramping up to being a pretty big superstar, but that was the moment. I mean, you can't write it better than that, and that's truly what happened. Like yeah. they didn't plan it. They did not. She was a badass through it, and you know that just shows you like it's how how tough a you know a person a broad. Oh, <laughs> like not not saying in the bad way, but like in the like she's she's a tough chick. She's a yes. tough chick. And I will say that that also saved us because we were lining up for Becky versus Ronda at Survivor Series. Which would have been too soon. Which way too soon and saved and delayed that you, match. You, which you would think that got. they would figure this thing out. That like when like stuff well, like that happens. Because they're trying to sell everything. Like they have to yeah. realize there has to be very very important stuff and then there needs to be important stuff. That was a very very you important thing. You stuff. save it. Yes, save it. And what they ended up working out was great. Um, next one, Ronda debuts. Ronda showing up at the Royal Rumble. The, t- the worst point. Oh, of, God. Of all points. In the history of pointing, it was the worst point. Like, it, you just, like, awkward posture, like, slow, like, look up. Like, but, they must have really, like, talked to her too much. It must have been so in her head, like, what are you going to do? Well, with everything that she pull? does, she oh, yeah. overdoes it. Because, like, there's not a lot of naturalness to it where if you just let her go out there and if she says stupid stuff, let her do it. So what happened to Royal Marines? We only had Ronda Rousey for, like, a year and two months. I think that Royal Rumble was two months before. And she had more mind-bogglingly dumb things but I really don't think it's because she's a bad person or she's dumb or she's not educated or she can't do it it's because literally the way they write things and they don't trust their people look at early Roman Reigns Roman Reigns was the worst and not that he got awfully better but he, they just ended up being MMA like, just is huge but WWE is what would you say like a hundred times bigger than it globally like more like yes. there's so many yes. more eyeballs yes. on it it's incredible oh, I think she doubt. felt the pressure of that Maybe. but her coming out like it was a huge moment in professional wrestling history, and it really like lived up to the hype. She was incredible. She, she was, was one of the best women's performers to, to ever do it. Like fish she to water. is incredible. She, just got in and she was great. as good as Kurt Angle was yes. right out of the gate. Just a, a natural in the ring. It really and was. that moment, as dumb as the point was, it was pretty cool. The women main evented that Royal Rumble with the Royal Rumble. That's what ended the yes. night. That was a cool moment. It I was. think that was the first ever women's Royal Rumble. It was yep. Oscar won, and then a few minutes later, she was going up there. Uh, out came Charlotte and out came who was the other champion was it Becky I think it was no Alexa Bliss was it Bliss and yeah and then the three of them stood up there boom music hits there's Ronda Rousey it was really cool great look great jacket and great music yeah and it worked out you know like being like a kind of like a duplicate of an old character which I think maybe WWE should maybe try a little more the whole rowdy Ronda Rousey worked out sold a lot of merch I'm sure for them uh, the next one Sting comes to WWE after all this time. That's a major moment. Didn't see that coming that night. I didn't see it coming. I didn't love this because he was meh. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't the greatest thing they've ever done. But it was but memorable. It, it was memorable, and it led to a really cool match. A Triple H? Yeah. It was, it was fine. It was just, what a spectacle. 
Yeah. That match was just, just back to Blake. Yeah, but it was it was just going back to Triple H burying people. Yeah, the golden shovel. Yeah. Just, and why not? You know, that, at that point, it's just like, ah, fuck it. You know, no, H, no, no. Of course, I'm saying it jokingly, oh, yeah. but at this point, why doesn't he just join the Rumble this year and win it? Like, it, Triple H is just, it's fine. What was better, Sting or DX? What do you mean? Like, in that era, like, who should have won that battle in the end? During, at WrestleMania 31? Like, it, who had the better run originally, Sting or that level of DX? Like, back in the, the, oh, the 90s, oh, early shit. 2000s. Well, DX probably had a better run because they were just entertainers, but Sting was the much cooler, and, like, a lot of random stuff was going on. Like, he basically didn't talk for a calendar year, and then came, well... To me, Sting was the more interesting thing, and I would have preferred to see oh, yeah. him win that feud finally. And that was oh, the rationale behind why they oh, won. Screw off. That was so dumb, anyways. And then, like, DX and NWO. It was, it was cool to watch. We'll say that. Uh, next one, Roman Reigns in remission. Um, we talked about this in our previous podcast, how Roman Reigns, you know, stepping away. Like, you just never know when these things happen. Like, is that the last time we're ever going to see him? Never. Yeah, I just kind of came out one day, put his belt down. Oh, yeah. and it was a out. tear in my own moment. It was yeah. a great promo, very emotional. Uh, I mean, pretty much if you've lived a life, you've dealt with somebody who's, you know, been touched by cancer. Oh, yeah. I think it's inevitable at this point. Yeah. So that was one of the best moments. Um, I'm sure this is on your list, but let me spell one out now. Kofi Kingston's run to WrestleMania and his win at WrestleMania is probably one of my top ones, maybe top five. Sure. If we were to rank them, we didn't rank these. We're just kind of spitting them out. Yeah. But that moment, like the overwhelming joy that I felt for him winning that belt... 11 years dog like that storyline the arc the way it went and i really think that was probably the best wrestlemania moment since we'll get to the other one i'm sure soon but one of the best ones in like the last five years and what i'll say about it too and we you just have to it's facts he's the first black wwe champion yep. he's the very it's freaking 2019 they've been wwe's been a major staple in wrestling since 1985 basically our like my lifetime and this is the first time it's been a black champion that's crazy and i'm not getting into it all but it just shows how important it then comes across it makes it even bigger and if you watch forget about the match which is really really good just watch when the hand hits three his oh, jubilation joy. just goes up and the fact that new day this is why i like the factions and groups not always to wait for the breakup because when they're all in there to get there's just something just special about it they and missed the point moment. of the break in this storyline that they have now it's going to be tough for me just to buy going. a breakup yeah just go all the way just, or just, just or go just to the point where you're just like hey, go well, your separate ways yeah. and you're always buddies exactly another moment rock versus john cena the one year in a making like that is something we've never seen before. I don't the know moment we'll ever see again. The moment of John Cena sitting outside of the ring when he lost. Oh, yes. That to me is the. Is that's the iconic mo- too. That's the most iconic moment of that feud. Oh yeah, it's just the promos were great. The whole rock get your thing off your hand. Oh, actually, yeah. I think we we're at a raw during this run where the rock was like going to different monuments, or different um, special places in Boston, talking about how John Cena sucks and all that. Really interesting stuff there. That was a good one. Uh, talking about breakups, the Shield breakup. That was Huge. one of that, she'll was that the biggest and turn of the yes, decade. I would say that's not even. Right? I wouldn't even say. I don't even think there's anything close. even close. There's so many turns. Like Big Show probably big, did. I was gonna say Big Show had eight. <laughs> uh, but the ones that's that one definitely that and Kevin Owens. Those are the two most like didn't. See yeah, you but Kevin Owens big, was there for a day. What do you mean? Like he turned on Sami Zayn. No, I'm thinking of him versus with. Chris Jericho. I oh, thought the friends, yeah. Festival of Friendship, like, I wouldn't even know if I would call it a turn, but, a, a turn yeah. but it's just like a, a, a shocking attack, we'll yeah. say. Um, but the shield turn, didn't see it coming. It Literally, was, I walked out of, I was at work that night, I walked out and like ran back to hear the people screaming about what had happened. Yeah, because it was a main event spot. They, these guys already were out there. It was the night after, I think it was Payback or whatever, when they Plan beat Evolution. B. And 
Batista quit. That was a famous. He looked like a princess mm-hmm. on a parade, just with a little handshake. Later in the night, John, he said, "Well, we'll find you. We have a third guy." They come out. I really thought. I remember the time like is Ric Flair about to really come out right yeah. now? Woo. And then freaking Seth Rollins takes a chair right to Roman Reigns. Dean Ambrose with that shocked look beats the crap out of uh, Dean Ambrose. Roman Reigns. Eventually gets a shirtless Roman Reigns, which I lost money on you too. Uh, pretty embarrassed by that, but yeah, really, really great and shocking moment. Uh, next one I put on here: women main eventing WrestleMania. I mean, that, that was a huge moment. I remember at work, somebody came up, and I, I said that was going to happen, and the people in my work were like, breaking news for the WWE. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, they're bringing their own news. But think, but, of, but think it about it. It is huge, because I never, I thought it would happen in a few years. Yeah, maybe. Like, even maybe. And I, it's still even controversial to this point, or debatable, like, should it have happened? But no, definitely. This it, was the year to do it. But when you think about it, go back to 2010, when this decade started. Look, I'm going to just quickly look at the Royal Rumble 2010 as the first pay-per-view. Because the first Raw of 2010, which actually on here too, Bret Hart oh, returning. The, the you came a long way, baby. Not to be like condescending towards women, but the amount of like ground that they covered, and we just you know elected Charlotte Fair as the best wrestler of the decade, deservingly mm-hmm. so. The amount of ground that they covered, and this goes back to the be a year early than a year too late. I'm glad they did it when they did it because. Becky Lynch was the hottest thing in wrestling. Ronda Rousey was the best female wrestler on the planet. They added Charlotte Flair, who was the name, and the second best wrestler on the planet and the best consistent wrestler over that era. The whole time. This was the time to do it, and this, again, shows you. Be a year early rather than a year yeah, late. Yeah, because if we were just say right now we're There's leading into to it, it, I wouldn't feel the There's same There's no way. one really now who can carry, I think, a main event level thing. So Russell, picked the spot. Royal Rumble 2010, who doesn't remember the old Piggy James storyline? Mickey James versus Michelle McCool for the Divas. Oh, it was a women's Oh, it was Lake cool, though. But yeah, but that was the whole Piggy James yeah. storyline where they were calling her fat, which just look at Ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. Look at how we've changed. By the way, just hover over her oh uh, Wikipedia p- picture. Jesus Christ. There's only one part that's fat, and it ain't her face, ain't her stomach, and ain't her butt. Um, Might be her butt. In a good well, way. Yeah, different. But anyways, uh, still one of the better women that's out there. She came back during this decade. And that match was 20 seconds. It, end of story. <laughs> so over a 20-second goof match... To, and I think they all threw cake on Michelle McCool and Layla after yeah. this. Like all the so that's, came that's a tremendous point because in 2010, the first pay-per-view of the decade, yep. the only women's match on the card was a 20-second joke of a match. Yep. And then at the end of the decade, in WrestleMania, the biggest event, the Super Bowl of football, as they call it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Um, the granddaddy in the mall, they main evented, and they deservingly so, and it was a great match. It was. Don't worry about the ending. Um, yeah, I Another one to me, John Moxley turning up at AEW Double or Nothing at the end. This is a guy he left. This is a major moment because it was the first guy to really leave one company to go to this new company. It's John gonna, Moxley. It doesn't matter. The guy is super impactful. He's huge. He, he's a name. And people, you got to watch him. You got to watch him. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> it's another one. CM Punk leaving WWE. That was huge. That spiraled so much. That could be a little bit of the reason we got Daniel Bryan in the main event of WrestleMania. Could be a little bit of the reason we see so many of the things that have changed with contracts and the way people like either leave or they don't, and maybe the way they're treated backstage. I think it sent shockwaves through the wrestling, and he's never returned. Like he's back with Fox and WWE, but he's never been back in the ring. No, I don't think he's coming back in the ring. I don't think so either. Maybe we'll see. I never say never, but it was interesting enough to see that. Uh, I did mention earlier Bret Hart returning to WWE the first night of 2010 at simultaneously TNA debuting. I think it was Jeff Hardy, Hulk Hogan, and don't remember who else. Booker but they, these were both live. <laughs> might have been live Monday night. There was a Monday night war in 2010. The very I think it was yeah, January 4th. Kinda. But Bret Hart first time back on WWE net programming blew them out of the freaking water and um, also led to WrestleMania 26, which was and Shawn Michaels. Well, forget about. It. I'm not talking about him anymore. Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. What a match. Oh, for moment-wise? Yes. yes. Just, like, 
Streak versus... It was pretty high up on our list of matches of the decade. number two. Yeah. Streak versus career. There's two... I was thinking about this earlier. There's three WrestleMania main events in the last... I think this whole decade. Maybe you can correct me. I'll, I'll list them. That I think I actually... While the card is happening, you're thinking ahead going, what is going to happen at the end? One is The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, career versus streak. The other one is, is John Cena versus The Rock, WrestleMania 28, not for the title. Yep. The other one is... Roman Reigns versus Brock I was just going to say well I was going to say Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker because as that night built on I was like is this really going to be the main no, event no because that was more like is this the main event yeah. I would say than what's going to happen in the main event oh, but I guess you oh, could oh. add that you could add that but I was like because even Daniel Bryan versus the other two guys like I kind of was like I didn't know it was going to happen but as the night was going on maybe there was more distractions but I specifically remember WrestleMania 26 being like is Shawn Michaels really going to be done or are they really going to end the WrestleMania streak well that was the that's how you always know you've booked a good match if you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, in the and match. the stakes were big. And guess what? No titles. No need for a title in that match. Um, the other one here, uh, we have the Undertaker. Oh, we just had CM Punk versus John Cena at Wrestle. I'm sorry, Money in the Bank 2011. Like, just go watch Best it. Best match of the decade, as we yes. ranked it, and all the stuff building into it and leading around it. The it pipe was bomb. The pipe bomb. It, the, that, that was probably right there. There's a moment it's separated from that. That promo is the hey. That is as being a lifelong wrestling fan. I'm sure you had this in your life. Maybe it was both of us. I remember being at my desk at work, and an intern of mine, maybe listen to John Scholl, came up and goes, did you see that CM Punk promo from last night? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Because I was watching wrestling, but not every yeah. week was a must-see. And I remember watching that promo, and that was the moment I was like, I'm never leaving this again, because I never want to miss a moment like that. It hasn't really been much like that, but in small doses there is, and that was very impactful. I remember watching Twitter the entire night, because I was too cheap to order Money in the Bank. And I was just scrolling through Twitter, the updates, the hashtag, and just to see what happened. And uh, it speaks to the point we always make. You just turn your character up to 11 because that guy is a prick. That was a pricky <laughs> promo. He's always been a prick. He will be a prick. And that's why people like him because he's authentically you a You should jerk. just tweet at him see if he tweets you to suck a blood-soaked uh, dick. <laughs> dick. Although I saw somebody had a great uh, meme. And it was just the Miz smiling. It was like when you realized that you may have entered WrestleMania and CM Punk didn't. That's a good burn. Didn't think of that. That is true, too. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Okada. There's four matches you could just go and watch. These two guys made not watching WWE, like, to see other matches, like, incredible, incredible matches. Um, All In, when they first did that a year and a half ago. That was a big thing. That was big. That was, like, the first major independent, like, that was no company. There was not Ring of Honor. They had ties to Ring of Honor. They had ties to New Japan. A lot of the talent were there. That was pretty much their, like, hey, we're a thing. We're coming at you right now. Yeah, like, are these going to make a federation? Are they not? I guess that ties in right there to All Elite Wrestling becoming a, a, a... company and winning the initial battle of the wednesday night yeah, war and they're back to their winning ways just you know the last few weeks oh they have been yeah the whole reason nxt started winning i think was because the whole blending with survivor series and putting main yeah. event roster um talent on there and now aw has and to be honest as a wrestling fan i love nxt but i want aw to win and i want aw win like in the landslide because i think they need the competition yes i think for them to win is going to be better for everybody and that's no offense to any of the NXT wrestlers or fans. You watch what you watch. I always make sure I watch all the wrestling live, and I'll recap on NXT. Yeah, I'm just never going to be huge in all elite. And I'm the WWE guy who's just going to be like, yeah, there's a lot of flips. A lot of flips. A lot of oh, no selling. I, there's, I just find it fun. And I love imperfection. As you know on this, like I used to yes. love Ronda Rousey. I like, because it just comes across more real. But you like the promos in, in perfection. In the ring, she's yeah. dynamite. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, everything in the ring is good. Even with, yeah, with all of these people, even AEW. But there's just some things I'm like, I like that it's not perfect. I like that there's flub-ups. I like when the commentators sometimes make mistakes because they don't know what's happening next because it makes me feel like I nobody knows. Where WWE, they're like, as soon as somebody wins a match for a number one contender, there's a freaking slide that shows the two of them next to Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar, which is on this list. Let me tell you, as a guy who makes graphics, when you do a situation like that in any sporting event, you have two graphics ready to go in case one guy wins, one guy loses. Yeah, it's they, not like they... And and obviously this one is even easier because you don't have to fucking make two. I think the thing that bothers me, I'll never forget it, was Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 36. It was like the main event. If she wins, if she beats like this, she'll go into the main event or whatever. And they just literally like, I think it was like three, and then they flashed a graphic. It Do just you bothers think me. When it comes down to the final matchup in the NFL to see who goes to the Super Bowl, they don't have two sets of. This is the right? NFL, of course, but they're not literally the moment. It's only as soon as. Yes, the, I, I would. It, I would have two made. But the AFC Championship match is a game as soon as it like Patrick Mahomes will just say beats uh, whoever uh, Lamar Jackson runs for a 90 yard touchdown no time left they're going to show the celebration they're going to show the pomp and circumstance they're not going to flash up the Super Bowl matchup they're going to wait they could. they could but they don't because it's just like yeah. give them a few minutes let the celebrate like that's I think WWE sometimes <laughs> always does this like the Undertaker when he lost that match that 21 and 1 it took a little while but it was up there pretty quick yeah. don't do it just let me feel like this is like holy shit did this don't come happen? over by me <laughs> No, yeah, seriously. That, Figure uh, out what you do. Yeah, I'm, I can't even talk. All right, <laughs> Cody's list, I actually put on there. I talked about it in the last week. Cody, when he left WWE, made a list of wrestlers he wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. If you go out, go on YouTube, you can watch a ton of great matches. Chris Jericho, impacting all of wrestling. This guy was in WWE, doing great things. Went to New Japan, did great things. Is now the champion of AEW, doing great things. A little bit of a And yes, he's a little out of shape. Let's just, no, he is a shape. Yeah, Jericho. It's yeah. a new... It's He's an amorphous goes, blob. Oh, come on. Um, the women's title returning. The actual WWE women's. We got rid of the Divas title. No more butterflies, tramp stamp t- uh, titles. I thought that was really huge. And it happened at WrestleMania of all places. It made that seem more important. Things happen in big stages. makes it seem bigger. Uh, Brock Lesnar breaking the streak. We mentioned a few minutes ago. That's one Just, of the biggest things. Of that's the, the moment, well. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think what happened... Was it later in this pay-per-view? Uh, Daniel Bryan? Or was that two years later? Which what? The Daniel Bryan one in... Yeah, same night. All right, same night. So that also on this list, Daniel Bryan... There's a couple things for Daniel Bryan. We can get to more. But Daniel Bryan, the Yes movement, that whole run from being, you know, basically a guy that they were calling a B-plus player, and they weren't even going to follow through with it, being him in that main event. I don't know why. The storyline was built for them from SummerSlam. They didn't go with it. End up putting him in there. Incredible stuff. Winning the title at the end of WrestleMania 30. To me, that's the moment of the decade. That's an all-time moment in wrestling history. Like, top five. I don't... I think Brock... The only reason I'll give it to him because it was the most shocking thing I've ever seen. It was shocking, but there was no build to it. It was just... It was just shock for shock's sake. uh, The Shield debut. That's another one on there. Like we, that's we, a huge we one. talked about it a little bit earlier with their breakup, but like just their debut. Like that became three guys that are like top line wrestlers now throughout the industry. for a while, just WWE. Edge's retirement. To me, one. and that the rumors of him coming back, like his, like he had one of the greatest stories, and it was sad, obviously, but yes. the way he went out, the retirement speech was great. I unless he is a hundred percent perfectly healthy, I don't want him having a thing to do with in ring action. Yeah, I'll be honest. You don't need him. I don't want him. I mean, I think at this point, I would love it. Yes, don't as we, a fan to see him come back, like maybe just one like match. one or two matches, be in the Rumble, yeah. like the Mister Perfect thing from like ten years ago or oh yeah, well, two thousand two, two that well, eighteen yeah. years ago. Wow, yeah, time it's flies. crazy. It's crazy. But like, just get in there and get to the final four, and then like have you know a match or two, and then I would I would just say 
Royal Rumble, Final Four, toss them out. That's it. Something like that. that even, honestly, that you, but it's just the way WWE works. They won't anymore. do that. Think about if WWE had the ideas they have now. Then, like Mr. Perfect would have been like a major match at WrestleMania 18. Mm-hmm. It's just the way they. It's weird. Anyways, um, I would go with the obviously that was huge. AJ Styles debuting finally in WWE. That's a top huge Royal moment. Rumble moment. For yeah, sure. it was a huge moment. Confusing. You, I knew even without knowing his music. I remember when that happened because they flashed the Roman Reigns. He had this weird face and it had yeah. this weird like. I'm like, this has got to be somebody new. It's got to be AJ Styles. And it was. It was really cool. Uh, Daniel Bryan's retirement as well. That was a sad Very moment. emotional. The whole he believed he could fly. Like, if you want to, like obviously now knowing he's back, you can goof on it That a was a tear bit. in the eye moment, though. But very sad, very emotional stuff. Um, and then those, I think, are all the ones I kind of had that jumped out to me. Anything else from this last decade stand out to you, Bill? I mean, as a singular moment, no. But I think one of the moments, and we mentioned it in the list of the top performers of the decade, is... John Cena's reign as the U.S. It's a pr- championship it's a great one. Yes. is probably one of the shining examples of one how good he is and how you really need the superstar to make the belt. And the Miz did this with the Intercontinental Championship, and I, I really think those are the two belts that like people really elevated. And those are the like if I were to show somebody like this is how you be a champion. I wouldn't show them any of the main event champions. I would show them those two title runs from this decade. It's a great point. Two things I wanted to ask about that. First off, yes, 100%. John Cena's run is that. Put him... He went from the you can't wrestle, Cena sucks, to I gotta watch this guy. Cena's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember who beat him for the US title? It wasn't Kevin Owens. Nope. Uh, I know Seth Rollins beat him at one point. That's it. Okay. Seth Rollins broke that, but then he got it back by beating Seth Rollins at Night of Champions. Do you then know who took it from him next? Was it Rusev? Nope. Someone returned. I think it was a Hell in a Cell. I don't know. Or Survivor Series. No idea. Alberto Del Rio. Oh, all right. Interesting. There's another guy. What a random decade. Like, he had some high moments. Oh, wait, we're on the Rumble. 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 And when we were at, actually, yep. 40 men. Do you always think about, why don't they do that anymore? If 40? there's ever a time to do 40 men Rumbles, it's now. It's now, yeah. 2011? Like, no. Well, they, they already were... had the greatest Royal Rumble, which I think was 40. 50. 50? Oh, 50. God, that's rough. Yep, and Daniel Bryan was in there for like nine oh, hours. Oh, spoiler alert. Tease ahead. Ooh. I'm going to be on the DraftKings Panel B podcast. Ooh, Panel to B. Talk, to talk Royal Rumble. When's this? Uh, the Wednesday before Royal Rumble. Nice. I didn't know. What, so what is this, the Plan B? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, it started because we had two panels on like the draft show. It was a Panel A and a Panel B, and okay. they felt like they were shunned, so they just took the moniker of Panel B and that's the podcast. So they have a podcast called Panel B. Is there a Panel A podcast? No. That's even better. Yep. I don't know a lot about DraftKings. I feel like they do a lot of things a little wonkily, but (laughs) I do like this. I love it. Interesting. Excited to be on it. All right, so a couple weeks we'll have you on there to talk about Do the other people on the podcast know about wrestling? Yes, one of the kids actually kind of knows Bray Wyatt. Okay. Did I meet this person? Uh, he was at the wrestling thing, but he sat like away from us. Oh, he was. Oh, he was in those other. Okay. Yeah, anyway, we'll look forward to that. That's yep. a good tease ahead. Uh, that'll be a moment of the 2020s. Everyone will remember Indeed. this landmark uh, podcast. The Plan I'm just B. excited to be talking Penalty. wrestling on DraftKings. Yeah. Well, 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 let's just keep inundating. Yeah. Yep. I got to email some people about that. <laughs> but um, aside from that, a lot of great stuff. Obviously, this is a fun decade. Maybe not the biggest decade for wrestling for a lot of ways, but like I said, I think this decade was dominated by women and the independents. I don't think this was like a WWE strong decade. All right, uh, what do they say on the dork? James Gunn to your head, Sean Gunn to your dick? Yep. Better decade, the aughts or the tens? The aughts. Yeah. It's the tens. End of the tude. Aggression. I just think the aughts, it was like the superstars were bigger. The moments seemed even 
brighter. I just feel like there was more superstars. Now I think there's just a lot of great wrestlers. Yeah. Like there's not larger than life characters now like there was then. And even like the end of like the Undertaker was like huge still in that time. Like the odds were just people are going to say the 90s the are The indie wrestling in NXT is great stuff, but the entertainment quality of the early 2000s is really tippy yeah, top and, stuff. And just the way that life was then. I know it sounds really old, like I sound like an old man, but like you could do crazy, stupid ass oh, storylines. And now people shit. do like the, the ridiculous storylines that we get now, people make fun of. I'm like, no, 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 no. We want that. Yeah. Like the create, like Lana and all that stuff. That's, it's like, no. oh, shut it off. Get it off my TV. No, 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 no. More. More. It's a five hours of just WWE. The I last two watch. weeks I've liked. I like the wedding it all. and afterwards. Before I'm, that, I would, I hated it. No, I'm all about. I didn't like ridiculous. the cup holding stuff. That was That's, a little too. I much. understand. It's weird, but it's like I'm all about crazy storylines. Like, do you, am I the only that remembers like freaking Kurt Angle was like running down a hallway with his pants down? Oh yeah, because he like ran into Joy Giovanni in the Big Show. Like people have sex. It's just give me more of that. Like it doesn't always have to be sex or relationships. I like mysteries. Like Eric Rowan right now. I just love that there's a mystery. The greatest, and they did this on the Jabberknocker, I think it was the uh, the biggest blown storyline award or whatever the hell they called it, but it was mm. the Roman Reigns angle that like didn't pay off to anything. Oh my god, where you got hit by a freaking, almost yeah. died before yeah. SummerSlam? Like if they had done that right, like we they should would, still be, this should still be going on. It, or just paying off now. Like that was, I love that idea and they, they yeah. did nothing with so it. So think about it, what they, because they had no reason, well, the big story behind that was they were creating something, Eric Bischoff was coming in and they want Eric Bischoff to like, okay, hey, here's one of the things we got, what do you want to do with it? Who knows what happened with that whole thing? Then he's gone and like, all right, so we'll just make it Eric Rowan. It's like, no, we already, like, yeah, we already did that. Oh, well, what about Buddy Murphy? Yeah, we're going to involve him to pull him up. Great, like that. Then no. then he's out. It, oh, so Daniel Bryan is the one behind it all. Nope, he said he didn't do it. Oh, okay. So it's just going to be Eric Rowan? Yeah, it's going to be Eric Rowan. What was his reason? Oh. I don't know. All right, cool. Let's get Luke yeah. Harper to get one last payday, and then we'll get rid of his ass right. and we'll move on. Big gulps. It was ridiculous. Like, what a dumb... Like, that could be a WrestleMania, like, now feud. Yeah, it would be great. Belt. If they kept... Mysteries in wrestling, huge. I'm telling you, More they've got to bring back... This is the last thing I'll say before we get out of here. GTV has still never been resolved. Nope, we still don't know whoever it was. I still Rumors think it was Goldust. Goldust. Tom Green was the other one. But, like, just find a wrestler right now and bring it back. And oh, wait, who's it, we'll leave it on this. Though. Who's a G right now in wrestling? I think of a wrestler as a G. Shorty G? <laughs> Shorty G. There it is. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Those are our moments. Let us know what you think about them. Don't forget to follow along. You can subscribe to the podcast at Rossi on Wrestling, wherever you find your podcast. He's at BillyD2411. Whoop. I'm at Jason D. Rossi. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Frank says hi. <laughs>